Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back. Another show. Thanks for stopping by. want to thank uh, Cheers and Spirits and the Arnold Station Plaza for sponsoring this episode. Although, I'll be honest with you, right now, looking at the table, it looks like we're inside Cheers and Spirits because we have about eight whiskeys here. Now, we don't plan on drinking all of them. Two more little guys in the back. Oh, I didn't see the two guys in the back. (laughs) So, we probably, now that we have more than uh, Cheers and Spirits, but we're getting real close to having a full freaking store. Uh, Because never mind the eight or ten bottles we have down here, I got like another six up there, um, upstairs in the house, which my wife is like, she's starting to look at me with a side eye being like, you need to get... Furniture, yes, I do. I think she wants me to get furniture and you need put a it fancy down here. liquor cabinet. I think, yeah, she wants. I, mean, I think she wants it down here now. She's like, this is. I mean, you know, we got kids. You know, you, you can't be looking like too much drunk in front of your children's. So, mm-hmm. um, at least with beer, it's in a fridge and closed. <laughs> well, with, with, with beer, it's in a closed fridge. People can't really see it, right? Yeah, this is just out there. It's it's in it's by the kitchen table, so we're not really hiding things. <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll move it down here. I mean, shoot, I could put it underneath. In this little cabinet thingy down here. Yeah, but you want people to see it. <coughs> Isn't that part of the reason you buy bourbon to, to display it? I don't know. I don't think that's why they put so much thought into these bottles. Some of these bottles are kick ass. Yeah, I'm not really. I don't know if I'm into the display yet, though. I don't have. We don't really have bottles. Like, none of these bottles are like display worthy bottles. Like shit, one of these is in plastic. I mean, we're not. <laughs> this is not highbrow. You know what I mean? I mean, well, this one has a wooden uh, cork, like the. Top of the cork thing. That's made out of the wood. tops in the tops in plastic. The bottoms in wood, or wood. The, the bottoms of cork. The tops plastic. It's wood. I'm, I'm going with wood. Okay. All right. All right. Wood. I'm not going to crush your dreams. Let's call it wood. All right. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Greg. Is wood. It is. Well, so thank you to Cheers and Spirits. Appreciate the support from them. Um, we have an. Uh, uh, I don't want to say special show. I want to start to sound like Oprah. Um, so, a couple weeks ago, we had the Amazon gift card giveaway. It was $25 Amazon gift card giveaway. If you subscribed on YouTube, liked the Facebook page, and followed us either on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, uh, those three things automatically entered you into the drawing. The drawing was completely random. <clears throat> and we have Ryan from Michigan is here in the studio, if you really want to call it that, rather than the murder basement. <laughs> Uh, of a studio that we have. A studio sounds nicer. It is. It does, yeah. <laughs> murder basement? No, it's not soundproof. It's not a murder basement. And we also have Ty here. Now, it just happened to turn out. So, if you remember, Ty has been with us on the alcohol tasting shows. Whether he Shocker, wanted to be... back again. Yeah, whether, whether he wanted to be or not. Um, <clears throat> although, I do remember, I remember the deal we made. The deal was, you, could, you were coming for the good beer show, the craft beer show. Yeah. For both of them. Yeah. But you had to come for the shit beer show. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was that was the trade-off. Yeah. And you lived up to your side of the bargain. I did. So. I believe the beer that I brought won as well for the shit beer. The Bush Light, right? No, no, it was the no, hams. No, the hams. The hams. hams. Oh, yeah. Was so, the worst. Well, well, it depends on how you define winner. <laughs> so Bush Light, actually we actually liked it. No, I, if it's in the corn can or the camo can, then <laughs> yeah. you can't beat it. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I'll actually buy a thirty pack of the lattes <laughs> for uh, summer pool consumption. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a. I mean, look, all controversy aside with Anheuser Busch, the Bush latte. It let, let's face facts. That was going to be the beer of the summer for yeah. for this for for the neighborhood crew. Yeah, right. it really was. Yeah, it lived up to it. It, it did. Yeah. So 
Now, unfortunately, they decided to have the worst advertising campaign on earth. And that probably might have gotten kibashed. Or, you know, maybe not. Who knows? Still up in the air. Um, But Ryan is actually, he came from Michigan just for this. It has nothing to do with Ty's birthday. Um, (laughs) They just happen, they do happen to know each other. Um, And you know the people are like, how dare they know someone who won? We didn't know Ryan. Only Ty knew Ryan. And Ty didn't even know that Ryan won. Although I did say, I had to ask him one day. I was like, hey, do you know a guy named Ryan in Michigan? He's like, no, I never met the guy. I do know that guy. <laughs> like, well, he won the gift card. Like, son of a bitch. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he drove 12 hours with a bunch of whiskey and bourbon. And <laughs> just to get the gift card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, the online code didn't work, so I had to pick it up in person. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Stupid Amazon. Jeff Bezos can't, can't get those $25 gift cards to work. Couldn't buy the commanders. <laughs> couldn't get the gift card to work. We will get to the commanders. That was a nice little lead in there. That, segue, yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't use it at all. Yeah. Because I'm not that good with this at all. Anyway, all right. We do have some updates, though. The updates with the Yukon. First of all, I need to find a name for this damn thing. There's a guy I watch on YouTube about fixing. He's got a, a 03, 02 Tahoe. Needed something. He called it Tahiti. So I've never named a car. Either have I, but this, like, ever. That one, like, it sounded cool. Because, like, like, I know people that name their cars, like, Betty or. No. It's the van yeah. and the silver car. Yeah. So the mom's car, dad's car. That, yeah. That's what, that, yeah, that's I don't, what and I now mom's car, which was dad's car, and now mom's former car, which is not my car. <laughs> so now everyone's just confused in your house. Yeah, so it's the van and mommy's car. Right. So they're both mommy's car. And, and then the other one. Yeah. I like the rims on that one. That's got like I like the plain I like the plain style rims. Yeah, and that one's got them. I like that one. Um, all right, so the Yukon was running great for like three weeks. Drove it up to Pennsylvania two hours, no problems. Drove it back one hour into the ride back. Check engine light comes on. And I'm like, all right, well, let me keep driving and see what happens. I felt nothing. Temperatures didn't go up on the trans or the engine. Oil pressure was still solid. Like there was like it, it was it didn't change the driving of it at all. Um so I'm like whatever. So we drive home the extra hour. We get back. I t- and I called the mechanic or I, and I said, Hey look, I got the check engine light this time because I didn't have a check engine light last time when like half the engine was misfiring. This time we got the check engine light and they said, Well bring it up, we'll scan it. <clears throat> and he scanned it and it looks like cylinder six is just all over the place. Four and five also have issues, but I guess he said because the the, the firing order is one eight seven two six five four three. He said because five and four follow six in the firing order. He's like that's probably why we're getting some misfires on five and four. It also had some on eight though, and eight's like really early in the in the sequence. So I don't know how bad the misfires are there. So anyway. <clears throat> Initially, he was like, well, we'll do this service on it for like 600 bucks." I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Thanks. $600? <laughs> Hold on. You don't even know what's wrong with it. Hold right, on. Right. That, like, shouldn't we That's diagnosis? That's where we start. Yeah. <laughs> diagnosis here first. Well, I guess it shouldn't say start because he already did fix the misfires first. But I guess he didn't really get into the fuel system. 
So, when I was like $600, that's not 600 bucks. Apparently, I talked to his front desk person who said it was 600 bucks or 400 bucks or whatever he said. He's like, it's 200 bucks. I was like, all right, that's more palatable. But he said, what it would do is it would clean, it's a BG fuel system clean out basically. It cleans out the fuel injectors, but it also decarbons the, the cylinder heads. He says, you, we probably have an intake valve issue where there's too much carbon on the backside. It's 174,000 miles, probably never been done. So he said, we probably don't have an intake valve seating correctly, which is leading to a leak and a misfire. Okay. So he's like, but first what we're going to do is we're going to try the coil pack on six. Because if it's just a coil pack, it's a $25 part and like 30 minutes of labor. That's cheap. Um, <clears throat> then, they, then they're going to check the uh, the data, the terminal data from the EBD, with EBD2, OBD2 mm-hmm. for the fuel trims to see, to make sure the injectors are shooting properly. He says, we can see it from there. He says, then if that doesn't work, we're going to do the fuel system clean out. To, make, to get the carbon out of it. Not necessarily to clean out the fuel injectors, but to kind of clean off the rest of it. And uh, <clears throat> then if that doesn't work, so I'm still only about two $300 into it with like an extra hour for the diagnosis and the $200 for this clean out. Um, <clears throat> then we might do a leak down test to see if the heads are not seated properly. Because if the heads aren't seated properly, they got to take off the heads of both cylinder banks, send them off to get remachined and then put it back on. That's like a $600 job, plus some labor to put it back on. So, it's not yet sorted. And it might not be sorted for at least another two weeks because I can't get it in right away. Then, I wanted to do some, I wanted to fix the steering issue. So, the steering issue is at low speeds, turn, make a turn. It's like clunky. Then you feel it through the steering wheel. It's clunky as you go through. And it's like, it doesn't really affect the driving. But, again, the guy who works on that Chevy Tahoe, he fixed his by doing the idler arm, the idler arm bracket, the pitman arm, and then the the steering shaft. Now, the steering shaft, this is not an enclosed system, so it's really easy to fix parts on it rather than having to replace the entire steering column. So it's two parts. There's a lower and an upper, and then a bearing. And that... I can get all the parts for all of that for about 400 bucks. So the parts aren't cheap, but it's a lot of parts. And it will fix the steering issue. So then my thing is, all right, I'm already dumping money into this thing. Should I do this myself or at least with someone else? Because you two over there know me. Um, there's no shot I'm going to do it by myself. <laughs> but I could call in a couple favors and have a buddy come and help me do it in, in his driveway that's flat. Um and so I can get the whole steering thing fixed for like four hundred dollars in parts, and maybe throw them an extra hundred bucks and some. In case of bush latte. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I might go that route, but he's never done this either. So I mean, he's fixed cars and does car work, but never done this. But I was like, the two YouTube videos I've got are really descriptive, and like, I think we could get through it. Um, so I might might not have the the mechanic do that. Although if it's only two hours of labor, we're talking about like two hundred twenty. 240 for two hours of labor. That's not too bad. Maybe I'll just have the mechanic do it while it's there. So I don't know. I got to figure that part out. But we'll, I'll give an update in probably another two, three weeks on that one uh, for people that give a shit. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. 
people waiting with bated breath. Listen, if they made it through those ten minutes, <laughs> then we know they're diehard listeners. Because that was kind of boring, and I realized it was going to be that boring when I started off. But powered through anyway. All right. I already heard it once. Yeah, you, you did. <laughs> did you? I don't know if you got all the detail. No, you probably did. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. We got three or four of the things we want to get into. And I was supposed to ask you beforehand. You want to do the, the commanders being sold first? Yeah. Because that's probably going to be the quicker of the two. Um. I think first we need to get into this. <laughs> right, like right. we got we got sitting on the table. Eight bottles. Let's get into one of these. <laughs> All right. Um, so, which one do we want to try? I don't know. The 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 peanut butter one. The screwball. Yeah. Is it really peanut? Is it peanut butter? Peanut it's butter? peanut butter whiskey. Yeah, peanut right. butter whiskey. Right. Apparently. All right. Yep. And we 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 did the honey. We, we did your the honey one. Didn't we you did that? do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I haven't really drank much of that lately. More, oh, Alex didn't get to try the maple oh, donut. Unless you want to do the maple donut. Ooh, the that maple would be a donut, good, good little warm-up. I prefer maple donut. All right, oh, let's do that. There you no, go. I, I already had it, so I'm going to get the screwball. Okay. Yeah, I've had it. I'm going to do the screwball here. So here, here's the, well, I'll do the screwball. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to mess up the flow. So label-wise, what, what kind of proof are we looking at? Okay, so this is, God, God, it's gold on white. And it's tiny. All right, seventy proof, so thirty-five percent. Oh, so this is even lower than this is lower than the eighty proof yeah. for, our, for our low yeah. entries. Oh, I can't, I can't read any of this. Was it, so is this this is considered flavored whiskey, right? This is the yeah, peanut butter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This isn't your high class stuff here. It actually smells pretty good. So yeah. peanut butter. I've never met a peanut butter sandwich. I, didn't know. <laughs> I need I need some ice, sir. Oh, oh you're not you're, you're not drinking it neat. You're a special person going neat. You, you've graduated to, to, I have, to I have. another echelon. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ready for neat. Not, not just yet. We, uh, we're we moving high class, by the way, because we actually have an ice bucket now. Now, apparently, oh, I've oh, always oh. had the ice bucket. I just didn't know about you, it. You just didn't know where it was. Didn't know where it was. I didn't, well, I didn't know I had it. <laughs> Never mind where it was. Right? But I, I, was, I was talking to the wife. I was like, hey, I think I want to go buy one of those cheapy hotel ice yeah. jug container thing. She's like, you have one. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. So tonight we busted it out. I want an ice machine. So. <laughs> oh, like like one of the on-the-counter ones? Yeah. Because oh, okay. we go through so much ice. Yeah. Like, we go through so much ice, especially, like, when my in-laws are with us, because they get, like, we run out of it. So I end up making my own ice. I take Solo cups, and I fill them full of water, just put them in the freezer, and I put them in, like, my Yeti tumblers or in my big water jug, like, you know. Yeah. And the bigger the ice cube, the slower it melts because yeah. it's it's got less surface area. So you see the fancy schmancy whiskey balls of ice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found one that was, uh, <laughs> they were ice penises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swing, I'm reading the bottle, and all of a sudden I hear ice, ice penis. penis. Like, well, all right, well, then. hold on, hold on. I'm back now. I'm just changed. This is a different kind of show now. This is the after dark special now. <laughs> no one ever listened to. Yeah, it's the Skinamax version. Yeah, so I'm just reading this. It, it's it, I like I me. Mean, it, it does smell. It, it smells it like a peanut like butter sandwich. You got like a goat on the front, which is strange because I guess there is no peanut butter mascot you could put on there. Mr. Peanut. 
That's true. Well, I think you'd be sued. Oh. But yeah, you could go that route. This yeah. is another dangerous yeah. one. So this th- is. There was a whiskey and bourbon fest in Grand Rapids a couple of years ago. We we got into this real bad, and they stopped taking tickets at the thing, and they just like, yeah, just go ahead and keep trying it. <laughs> so that was a rough <laughs> night. But yeah, that's uh, this one I can see being real rough. This does not. There's no burn to this. No, not a bit. This is this is you're right. This is this could be a dangerous one. This is the one where you're drinking. You're like, oh, half that bottle's gone. Ooh. I will say this though. I'm not sure how I feel about the peanut butter flavor, and I like peanut butter. I, I, it's a I little sweet. Like, it is it, a little sweet. See, the sweetness I don't mind. It's the peanut butter flavor that's kind of getting to me. I don't know why. Mm. <coughs> it's that it's per, it is definitely in there. Like this isn't oh, like. Yeah. This isn't like there's a little peanut butter flavor. It's like you're drinking peanut butter, if it were liquid. And alcoholic. Well, that too. See, I think, to me, this is kind of like, uh, what, what is that thing? I can't, it's like the uh, lemon-lime beer or whatever. Like a ghost or a sour? Uh, no, no, no. God, no. Well, like, like a shandy? Like like we know like how a, I feel about sour. Like a shandy? Right? Yeah. Like a Bud Light lime. Kind of like a, <clears throat> yeah, more, but, more fruity than a shandy. Like, I feel like I could drink, like, I'd have one of these, but not two. Yeah, but this one doesn't taste like you got to brush your teeth after it, though, like a shandy does. Or like a really sweet beer. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. It, it's the sweetness that does it for me, though. All right. Uh, it's a, actually, you want to know what it is? It's like um, those ap- uh, the apple cider, the, the spike cider, like woodchuck cider. Oh, yeah. Like, I can have gotcha. one or two of those. Actually, I can have one of those, and then i got to switch. Like, it, it's too sweet, yeah, almost. Is- but this is like the American honey. Yeah, the American honey. Like I would drink. I could drink one American honey. Now, now that we've been kind of like going down this road mm-hmm. a little bit, I could probably do one of this or one American honey. But then I got to switch. I can see that. It's just it's a too sweet well, at this the, point. The, the it's the almost like a, a, des- a dessert. The maple version. That one. Pancake one. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> you could drink the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that you're gonna like that one. And by the way, people are going to think I'm an alcoholic. I'm only here for the booze ones. <laughs> well, you did bring hams. I, I mean, did, did you get toilet paper with it when you bought it? Or <laughs> I told the guy we were doing, like, who, who could bring the worst beer. And he was like, I think you got it. <laughs> that was... So, the company that makes... I forget whether it's InBev or whichever one. They're going to stop making hams light. Oh. But they're going to continue to make hams. Help us. Hams heavy is good. Hams they're, also gonna, go. they're also going to stop... They're trying to up brand, so they're getting rid of like High Life Light. No, that was, that was High Life. That's Light. Miller, yeah, Miller. College beer, yeah. Right? Miller's getting rid of the High Life. Oh wait, hold on. Are they keeping High Life? Because let's face it, High Life is really High Life. Light. It's a champagne. High Life beers. is the champagne. Listen, I I am a champagne of beers. I like High Life. I am a fan of it. I mean, I wasn't a fan of it that one day when every can exploded. You, you know who likes day. High Life? My seventy-five-year-old father likes High Life. <laughs> I love the dude. He's I, living the high life. Anyway. He's the high life. <laughs> I, I'm a high life fan. I, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know how to get around it. It's what the taste buds enjoy. Hey, give it's, them what they want. I think I taste the commercials that they used to have. That's why I still like it. Those commercials were phenomenal. Do they still make MGD? Yeah, the original. I don't think they do. Yeah, that yeah. or they're clearing it out from 1996 in the stores. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, the it's the black one. <laughs> The black and t- the black. The black, the black I don't think they make that anymore. I don't think they do. Let's consult. Could you? Re- I don't think you can get rid of like the namesake. MGD is Miller beer, right? I mean, that's what it is. Yes. You can't get rid of that. It's like it's like 
But Aaron like, Bush getting rid of like Budweiser. Budweiser. You can't get rid they of could, it because that's. Great. They're trying to get rid of Bud Light with their ad campaign. Well, they're, they're, <laughs> they're trying real hard. Apparently, so the VP of marketing for Bud Light. Did you who, see that 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 video of her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like saying, "Oh, it's too fratty and it was old, and we had to do this." And I'm like, "You just blew." And then you don't know your customer base yeah. at all. And then the next the next picture of her was her at a frat party. Drinking liquor out of a condom. Yeah. <laughs> like, you weren't exactly a classy hoe back then. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, you're, now you're trying to class Bud Light up. You were, you were uh, the sorority's Britney to the frats. Sure. Yeah, there you uh, go. Brad. You know, <laughs> you know what she really wanted to say, though? Like, she was basically saying, our, our, our drinking base for Bud Light is dying out. So we need new customers. We thought this was the pathway, the pathway to go. That's what she really wanted to say. But she didn't just come but, out and say it. Let, let's be honest. That that group of people is not drinking Bud Light. No, they're, they're drinking are. seltzers and yes, <laughs> martinis and crap like that. Cosmos, yeah. crazy expensive stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, or, or uh, Zimas. Zimas. <laughs> Blast from the past. Yes, there. Yeah, I know, right? Apparently, they do make MGD. Only it's very limited. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, okay. It's collectors. I mean, yeah, it's collectors. <laughs> I feel like that'd be like if Coors got a Coors Banquet. No, you can still find a banquet, dude. Oh, no, they, they make banquet full on. It's disgusting. So, yes, but I mean, that, I feel like if the, the getting rid of MGD is like getting rid of, like, if Coors got rid of, like, Coors, uh, the Coors Banquet beer. Right? Or or Anheuser-Busch exactly. got rid of Budweiser. That's like, that was what you started with. Well, although they sell more Bud Heavy in the rest of the world than they do in the U.S. It's imported everywhere else. I know. Mm-hmm. That's America's beer, according to everybody else. I wonder why. Is that like, is that like how Americans drink Corona? Because we think it's awesome, but it's really piss. I hate Corona. And nobody, like... Modelo's the, better if you're drinking a Mexican right, No, no, no. But in, in the U.S., if you go on vacation it's, it's to marketing. a beach town or anything, it's Corona's what people are drinking. Yeah. yeah, that's all marketing. It's Mexican beer from Chicago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but is that, what, is that what Budweiser is to the rest of the world? Probably, it's like yeah. it's like what people think Americans drink, so they yeah, drink probably it. like yeah. when they're Americans for Halloween, they like wear a cowboy hat, yeah. and drink Budweiser, yeah, right. smoke Marlboro Reds. Yeah, yeah. Right. the Simpsons. Marlboro Reds. Wow, <laughs> the Simpsons with uh, with uh, when Apu is trying to be American, <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing a cowboy hat, and he's like, "So, did you see the nine Mets in their ma- baseball match yesterday? <laughs> the, <nine laughs> the, the baseball match. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> All right, <laughs> We were talking about the Commanders. It somehow ended well, up Well, we're talking about losers, so... <laughs> hey, commanders. oh, hey. There was Truth hurts. <laughs> I think that's going to... It's funny. I guess, like, Budweiser or uh, AB InBev haven't tweeted anything oh, from any since, one of their brands. Yeah, nothing. They, they have gone into hiding, and they were just waiting for this to blow over. I think over. they lost their market share. To, their, their value went down, like, $3 billion. Uh, six, yeah. six billion. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Now, the weird thing is, is that people are like... Like, oh, it's only gone down $2 a share. Yeah, $2 a share in that company, $6 billion. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of market cap you just lost. Yeah. And the thing is, like, again, reminder, I hate Bud Light. Oh, it's terrible. But isn't Bud Light, like, the number one selling beer always? Mm-hmm. Isn't it always, like, the number one selling yeah, beer? I, I don't know why. I don't know garbage. why either, but... I hate it so much, I don't like people that like it. So, like, if you're a Bud Light person, you start at a lower level. If you have to earn, <laughs> you have to get to zero. You have to earn that handshake. Yeah. When you first meet now. I'm like, uh, I look at you side-eyed. Like, uh, what do you want? You want Bud Light? No. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll give us Bud Light. I'll give us Bud Light. I'll have a water. I'll have water. It's like the difference between Coke and Pepsi. I'm sorry you don't have it. I'll just have water instead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I don't like I, I can't stand Bud Light. Yeah, it's bad. Which they probably serve at FedEx Field for the Commanders. It's the Bud Light uh, Party Pavilion. Yep. Shocker uh, that those two are united. And I wonder. So. The story is now that Daniel Snyder has agreed to sell the Commanders for six point one billion. How um, are they worth that much? Their stadium is garbage. Yes. So getting there is a pain. Mm-hmm. I think only the Yankees and the Cowboys are worth more. How? I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know like how it's it got just, to it's be. It's the that history. Way. It's got to be just the history. Like families Lord. are just holding on legacy. I can't figure it out. See the, the the no young people. They wear haven't it. sold out. They used I to sell said out. The old name. No they <laughs> they canceled. They took the they reduced the capacity of their stadium by ten thousand. So that upper bowl used to be completely filled in. Yeah. Now it's only filled in on the sidelines. The end zone side is completely gone. Okay. It's just that you can just see the framework from inside the stadium. When you look up, they even have more seats blocked off. With the you know those big canvas blocks mm-hmm. they put over them, they have more area blocked off. Now part of the reason they they say they did it to avoid a luxury tax the NFL has for stadiums over I think eighty thousand, and I think FedEx Field's max capacity was like ninety. But they really I'm did. saying it's because they stopped selling out. I'm saying they really well, they didn't want they didn't want open out. seats on on yeah. TV is what they didn't want yeah, yeah. because the perception is nobody's there. Right. Well, I Which guarantee you nobody's watching. Perception's anyway. reality. No. <laughs> I guarantee the new ownership moves them to Virginia. Well, but you got to think though if they're if they're buying the stadium, how long is that lease with this the lease municipality goes till 20, uh, 2027. Okay. And guarantee you they're moving them to Northern Virginia in twenty twenty. Well, the the old Maryland administration wanted nothing to do with building the new stadium. I mean, the, I think Guess Maryland Maryland's kind of moved on. I, I think Maryland kind of moved on. They they're like, okay, well, we're, we're doing this deal Ravens with the Ravens because right. they, they just did the stadium deal with the Ravens, and that just that got signed. The Orioles one's still in the works, but I think the Ravens one is done. There's no shot they're going to give no. anyone from the Commanders. A, a, any kind of land deal or anything like that. So yeah. I think you're right. I think they're going to have to go into Virginia. And the only place really in Northern Virginia with land is west of D.C. Yeah. You're going to have to go out on 66. Now, another but another thing there is, though, that silver line of the metro goes along Route 66. So they could conceivably put a stadium out there mm-hmm. and have public transit go there. thing is, though, no one from Maryland... I don't want to say nobody. There's hardly anybody from Maryland who still roots for oh, the I commanders. I think PG County. Well, so oh, PG County PG does. Charles, Montgomery, a little bit. Calvert, Prince George's, like Southern, Southern County. Yeah. Um, so, so put it south of DC. But you got to go. You probably have to go all the way down to like Lorton, which is like an hour, almost like 45 minutes to an hour down south of DC. Unless they put it back in the district somewhere, or they put it over by uh, National Harbor. Well, doesn't DC United use that old RFK site? Mm-hmm. No, they got a new. Um, they got a new state at Audi Field down by yeah, the Nets Park. They have a brand new. Yeah, it's is very R- nice. Is RFK in the district or is it still yeah, in Maryland? It's just no, it's, inside the district. Yeah, it's yeah. just inside. Maybe the DC Army. But the problem is, the footprint isn't big enough to support. Because they're looking at they're going to do something similar to SoFi, or Jerry World, mm-hmm. or so. Right now, the Commanders 
play in one of the older stadiums in the league, if not the oldest. Right. I think everybody else has. Outside of Soldier Field, but they're moving into yeah. Chicago, but they're building a new place out in Arlington anyways. Arlington yeah. Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, the, the, the Lions have Ford Field. Ford Field. Beautiful. It's a dome. Um, now, of course, you got like Green Bay, they're never moving from Lambeau. No, like that's just that would be like the Red Sox moving out of Fenway, right? Um, we look at the Vikings; they've got a huge repair bill. It's like three hundred million dollars yeah. that needs to be fixed on US Bank Stadium. <laughs> um, weren't they playing at University of Minnesota? So they had to because the dome <laughs> okay. caved in. It's yeah. Like yeah, they didn't get their second sack. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a bunch of new part, new stadiums, and they're one of the oldest. And it's it's it'll be thirty. I think they built it in '96 or '97. So the team, the teams are the so the teams are just the draw. The team in the stadium is the draw to get people there. They're now getting people to spend money outside of the stadium. There's nothing around FedEx Field, right? But like wow. so around SoFi, around nothing, Jerry's World, nothing you want. There, there's <laughs> restaurant like outside of SoFi and Jerry's World. There's restaurants, shopping. Like the stadium and the team are there to get people there. I wonder if DC would give them money to put it down by Nats Park and Audi Field to make a whole huge complex. What What about about the Amazon? It's eminent domain, man. They can level anything they wanted. What about the Amazon headquarters? They just stopped construction on that. Right. So, I mean, that could be. Right. It's land, right? But there's, yeah. But you're exactly right. They draw people down with the stadium, and then they're going to the restaurants. They're doing well, all the those thing things. With, and what Jerry Jones did is... He bought up all that land just for that reason. all of it and then built his own restaurant. Right. So it's like this little town. So no matter where you go, you're giving Jerry Jones money. Mm-hmm. So... Good business, know. man. Yeah. Well, and if they build it right, they're going to host concerts. They're going to host all these yeah. different things. Jerry and a ton. Right. Yeah. So it's not just the football. It, that may be the main draw for yeah. for Dallas, but they're hosting all these fights. They're doing mm-hmm. all these different things, mm-hmm. NCAA stuff. It's ancillary income. And he, yeah. and he throws the city a bone because he he hosts the state championships for football there. Right. We'll let the they kids play a couple fill games. It. They pack the I place guarantee sells it's out. Texas. Oh, yeah. It's like Minnesota it. hockey. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota, <laughs> Texas high school football. Yeah. They'll sell. They, they sell out. At the Excel. Yeah, where Minnesota Wild play. Yeah. And then the the best part of that, that is the, the hair. hockey hair. Yeah. Oh, the oh, hockey. Yeah. That is so good to watch that. He's got the best flow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I think the Commanders have been such a joke for so long. Ever since Dan Snyder bought them, they've been a joke. He bought them in 1999, by the way. Yeah, he bought them for $750 million? It was, it was $800 million. That's a tiny okay. profit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when his wife divorces him, he'll get only half of that, though. Yeah, I'll take half of it. Well, he sold his big, huge mansion in uh, six in Potomac. Yeah, uh, I don't. I shouldn't say that she's going to divorce him. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what the dynamic of that is. But I can't imagine he's pleasant to be around. Who, look, money can make someone really true. appear pleasant. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I had a couple mil, I'd be a pleasant person to be around, and I could be the same person. <laughs> yeah, I'd be unbelievably pleasant to someone else. Um. But yeah, there's the other part of that team, like they've just been so bad. They it's it's like the the NFC's version of the Browns, like just bad decision just, after bad decision. I mean, and then and just, it's not just on the football field. No, no he's a terrible <laughs> owner. Like every decision he made from front on, like there's all. But look bad. at the rollout. Awful. So he said he was never going to change the name Redskins ever, and then he did, and then he did. And, well, they, and it was the Washington Football Team, <sighs> which I think. That was totally to make money, extra money for a year because people bought it. For it. two years, yeah. Oh, that was right. We, we should have, now they should have changed it, Washington team football, mm-hmm. and left it. 
So it'd be WTF. Missed marketing uh-huh. opportunity. Yeah. Think um, about it. You could have the Burgundy, the Burgundy sweatshirt with the gold lettering WTF. Yeah. They're double meeting. Everyone at, oh, no, no, no. It's Washington team football. Yeah. It doesn't stand for that other thing. And then Commanders is just awful. It is. The, the, the other options were so much better. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they the, the gone, finalists were so much better. Yeah. Red Tails was cool. That would have been so cool. I would have been a fan. Yeah. I would have had Red Tails. That would have been so cool. Um, Warriors was okay. I mean, there, there were a couple. And then, so they come out with Commanders, which I don't think was even on anyone's list. Like, I don't think, they, they said they put it up for a vote. There's no way that won. Yeah, who, who voted on that? <clears throat> Dan and then, Snyder? <laughs> and then, so, and then that, that, that awful mascot that they unveiled, um, Major Tutty, the fat pig. <laughs> like, it was just, it and was, it's creepy looking. It was the right idea. Like, you know, like the. The, the poor, poor execution. Right, it's like the mask that, like, the guy in Saw wears when he's, like, cutting your <laughs> dick off or something. Like, the cre- it's the creepiest looking pig. It really is creepy. Like, they, I, they, just to refresh my memory, I looked it up. It <laughs> <Yeah>. is creepy. <clears throat> they, for people that don't know the history of the Redskins, and yes, I used the right name, <clears throat> they used to have an offensive line they called them the Hogs. That's where this comes from. And they had this fan group mm-hmm. that was a bunch of old fat guys yeah. that would dudes. dress up like women yep. and wear pig doses. And that was the hogs. Well, the, the hogettes. The hogettes, hog 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 yeah. 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 And so <clears throat> the pig slash hog mascot was the right idea. The naming and the look of it all was the poorest execution. Oh. They should, I, I, I don't know, they should have gotten like a real life hog. Just get an actual Just get, just get a pig. Yeah, treat it uh, like, like the, uh, little Colorado does. They have a black, that bison, yeah. or, the, or the Georgia Bulldogs have yeah, the dog. Naval right. Academy yeah. has yeah. the goat, yeah, the actual goat. goat. Yeah, they have a goat. Yeah, you know, Peter comes out against the University of Georgia for those for that dog. That dog is that probably dog straight is, up spoiled. For sure, it is, and that's what Lee. they keep saying. That dog does nothing but that eat dog eats prime rib for dinner. Bang other dogs. Well, and it has to because it's got to produce the next dog. Yeah, because I think they're on the ninth iteration of that thing. Yeah, and it's oh, in the lineage that they've. Each dog has been uh, either a son or daughter of the prior dog. Yeah. So that you're right. That dog is is it's either eaten probably the nicest raw dog diet and just banging other bulldogs. That dog has a better life than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not living in a cage. No. Right. They, 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 they don't lock it in a cage at the bottom of the stadium. Yeah. And then just, <laughs> oh yeah, we got to pull the mask. It lives in a caretaker's home. It and which is probably like a. Th- like six thousand square foot mansion, and then all the other puppies from the litter are probably sold or probably oh, bought by to boosters. boosters. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh yeah, twelve thousand dollar dog. Yeah, because Georgia alum have crazy money for some reason. Yeah, but like, then you, but we have Major Tutty. Well, we not we. I'm not a fan. Yeah, let's not say no we. one here is a fan. No. So Major Tutty. So I had to look up what now. I played football. Right? Yeah, what is it? And Tutty supposedly is slang for a touchdown. Like, oh, let's go get a Tutty. When? I play if, football. If somebody ever team a touchdown a Tutty, I would never want to play football with that no. person. No. Oh, I got I'm a Tutty. Call, I'm calling <laughs> faults on that. Hey, if Who, whoever put that on, I'm going to touch your Tutty. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> whoever put that on Wikipedia as the reasoning for the name Tutty never played football a day in their yeah. life. I've never heard it called Tutty. So that major... <laughs> comes from like the rank of a major well now i'm going to nerd out here for a little bit (laughs) in the army you have a major right so commander if we're going with just military isn't that navy 
Correct. And there is no major in the Navy. A major in the Navy, the equivalent I could be, would be um, lieutenant commander. So commander, its equivalent army rank, should be lieutenant colonel. So this stupid mascot's name should have been Lieutenant Colonel Tutty. So not only do they give him a dumb name, they demoted him. So he's Lieutenant Colonel Tutty. Lieutenant um, Colonel Tutty. But it's just, again, more poor execution. Just go, just do a knockoff gritty. Make it a burgundy and gold gritty. Gritty's cool. Just call him the hog. Yeah. Done. Right. Or get a real hog, call it the hogs. Or get two hogs. Call them, call them the hogs. The name of the, the team should done. have been Red You're Hogs. Welcome. Done. Yeah. Done. And, and you want to know what? This is another team that should be paying us. Because we've just been giving out marketing advice like yeah. crazy for like the last six months. Yeah. But but, it, You're but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> if you call now, you'll get another name free. So they put, so I think this past year marked the 20-some anniversary of Sean Taylor's death. Or 15, I forget what it was. Oh, that was so bad. Oh, no. So they had a (laughs) memorial to Sean Taylor on the club level of the stadium. So the club level's like fancy-schmancy. Like, it's all enclosed. It feels more like an airport or a shopping mall than it does a stadium on the club level. And in the club level, there's a mannequin that was dressed up in a football costume. (laughs) It was like a mannequin that they bought from like a... Like Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. Oh, hey, Modell's got a business. You want this mannequin? Sure. So they put it in this glass case, and then, Ryan, I think you said it was wearing soccer cleats? It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was just complete bad. Like, this dude was... And, oh, look, I I like Sean. I, I love Sean Taylor. That dude was an animal. You know, so he, it's a pull top. It's a, you just pull it. It's like a cork. <laughs> it's wood. <laughs> no, that was actual silver. I like it better when someone just hands it to me open. <laughs> I don't, because I'm not good at this ever. There we go. What is that? Oh, it's a, Stopper. It's rubber. It, it looks like a gasket in a car. <laughs> you can hey, maybe that'll fix it. You got. <laughs> Save you four hundred dollars. I can use this as an uh, oil. Was it oil pump gasket? Yeah, it's just like this. <laughs> there you go. You're gonna like that one. You're gonna like that one. It's good. I like the other one, but you know, you can only have so much. But so this is a swear jar maple donut. The label says, "Tastes so good, we dare you not to swear." That's kind of like the equivalent of like slap your mama type deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's only the nice Michigan way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, talking seriously for a minute. So the group that bought the commanders, or that's going to buy them, um, I forgot the guy's name, but he owns the Sixers. It's Josh Harris. There it is. And Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic Johnson's part of the group. Part of the group. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't uh, Magic Johnson buying again? Yeah. Another team? Yeah, he owns Yo. the Dodgers. Yeah. The soccer team out there. Something else too. Magic. He owns. Apparently movie. he owns he owns like thirty AMC's. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of movie theaters. Yeah, uh, that's how he made that's how he made a lot of his money. Well, and I, I want to say outside of basketball, but he's made far more money in business than he ever did correct. in basketball. Oh well, a like lot of crazy guys do. money. Like he, he is, I think he's a. If he's not a billionaire, he's creeping up on it. Um, 
Because he, wait, you're right, the Dodgers, the soccer team, whatever, LA, is it LA soccer? Galaxy. Does he own part of the Galaxy or is it yeah. a different one? Uh, they it's two, LA Football Club. They're, they're the, yeah. they had the, because they put a second oh. uh, soccer team. Yeah. New York has two. Like that, MLS, people sleep on it. It's a big moneymaker. The attendance in the MLS okay. is, is quite good. Look, my daughter plays soccer, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take her to the, the soccer t- game down at the Audi Field. It's cheaper to see the Capitals. It's cheaper <laughs> to see the Capitals. <laughs> Which they just fired La Violette. Did you see that today? No, I didn't. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Soccer is expensive. The cheapest seats I can find are like garbage seats for $25 way up, and you can't see nothing. Like, if you want decent seats, it's 65 bucks, yeah. And they sell out. Plus... Yeah, you're gonna you have so that's something you'd have to go. You you'd have to go to like one of the smaller market teams, where it's still affordable to get decent tickets. It's it's coming to that point, which who saw that coming? It's soccer, but it's it, that league's been in existence for over 25 years now. Mm-hmm. I know somehow, and with not, our fourth string athletes. But but here's the thing though, they're not just using our athletes anymore. Right, they are getting they're, people to come over. World now. athletes are coming. Um, some of these guys are coming from Europe before their prime is done. And they'll play here for a couple years, build a brand, and then they go back. Look, I, I'm going to say this out loud. I have zero respect for men's soccer. They dive. Yes. I'll, yeah. The flops. Women's it's soccer. Part of a game. Women's oh. soccer is is better. They don't flop. They fight. They for the ball. They're, they're rough. Men's soccer, there's such pansies. All right, look. We know I'm not a fan of the NBA, right? But that's saying, like, Giannis... Ante something I can't say the dude's name because it's amazingly long, but Giannis up in the Milwaukee Bucks dives because LeBron James dives. James dives. LeBron James dives all the time. Giannis does not. I, I can't, you can't say the whole league dives. But see, part of soccer is though drawing those. They do it on purpose. Yeah, but they kind of just roll through it though. Like the refs don't blow the whistle half the time. They like the guys on the ground rolling around. There, the refs like nah. We're good. Well, We're going to play through this. What are they, what are they, what's the object? They're trying to get a, a stoppage in play for a substitution or something, right? No, no. Isn't so that the... Not necessarily. They're, they're, I mean, they're just trying to get possession of the ball. Like, but they're, they're not get, trying to get a penalty. As like far in hockey like, when, wait, when Sydney Crosby dies. No, there's no power play. That's just Sydney no, Crosby you're just, being yeah, a You're just trying to get Sydney a free Crosby. kick so you can reset up your offense. That's yeah. basically what it is. Yeah, so it's it's like, oh, go take a, go take a dive. Yeah. And then they flip-flop around to me. Like, okay, dive and bring out, out the magic spray. Go on out. I can't. And you shouldn't be. A, you should be able to. Although like, I do, I do think there's a rule about that now, and I think they're they trying used, to enforce it. But you, it's got to be like real egregious. So they used to do it in the NFL, remember? Because before there's an injury, you had to like they the guys would roll around and they'd shake it off and get up. Yeah. Now they they Cost have to leave. Right. They can't play the next play. So that should be with soccer, but there is no plays. Like no, you can sit out until the next stop and you play. Yeah, your team can play with one less player. Yeah. Oh, you're, if you're hurt that bad. If you're hurt that, if you need to roll around in the magic spray, you got to sit out. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, n- new owners of the Commanders. Do you? <clears throat> is the all right? I'm, I'm trying to think of a nice way to put this. When Jimmy Haslam bought the Browns, which was what ten years ago, they're still the Browns. Like everything they do is screwed up. It doesn't matter who owns the team. Are the commanders now in the same boat where they're just never going to be able to get out of their way? It's like that structural. I think they're going to have to pretty much shit can everyone. 
Yeah, they're I think gonna, all management, yeah. everyone has buy. Like, they're going to have to reinvent themselves yeah. and really make some drastic changes. Yeah. Now, I think they're going to have that loyal fan base because it's the Redskins. They're going to have that. But if they don't make changes whatsoever, people aren't going to just yeah. jump right on. Because the season ticket waiting list is gone. It used to be, like, you'd have to, it was like a 15-year a, a season ticket wait list before you get them. And then get, when you got them... You'd be up in the upper bowl yeah, and gradually slowly 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 way down. Way down. Yeah. So, like people that were in the in the one hundred level were like they'd had season tickets like and they'd inherited them. Right. They had season tickets at RFK. Um, so I don't know, like they're gonna have to build to get the people back in the stadium. And one of the best ways to do that is to put a winning product on the field. Now, the team had been getting better. They played some games this past season. Where they did like straight up like smash mouth run up the guts football, where they'd have like an eleven minute possession and score a touchdown. Like it was awesome, just old school. None of this stupid West Coast, you know, uh, read option pistol nonsense. It was just old school football, and it was cool. They've done some things, but again, they could never get over themselves because then Dan Snyder would go and make some stupid move, you know, sign some aging superstar. You know, waste a whole bunch of money on it. So, I think they're going to have to just blow it up and start over. You know, if I were the owner, that's like, hey, we're rebuilding. Until you, until they get rid of that stadium, though, are they going to be able to recruit anybody? From what I understand, well, like, I don't the, think NFL players care about the stadium. No, so they it's care not about it, money. It's, it's not, not the just college. the stadium, though. It's like the practice facilities, the like the the play the places in the stadium where the players actually have to go and use like the facilities and. From what I understand, it's, like, pretty run down. So, it's like, if you... Let's say, for example, you know, Odell Beckham was getting recruited. And he goes to the commanders and he's looking around the... He's looking around the facilities and whatnot and where he's going to spend the majority of his time. Because that's where those guys go. I mean, if you get, like... Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Injury, recovery, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um for that stuff, they get meals provided for them. Just walking through the halls, like what if it just looks like a dump? So I don't know. And what, and, and, and then you go to Jerry's World, and it looks like the Magic yeah. Kingdom. I don't know what Ashburn looks like. That's their training facility. Okay, their training facility is pretty far away from their actual stadium. That that is far. The entire team is set up to move to Virginia. Right, they're moving to Virginia. Yeah, which is fine. You go to a game. Most of the most of the cars in the park don't have Virginia, Virginia tags anyway. Virginia. Right. Bye. Go to stupid Virginia. You know, take your stupid team and go to stupid Virginia. So sorry. <laughs> we're we're in Maryland. So for those that don't know, um, in Maryland, like like we hate in Virginia, like Virginians, we hate them and they hate us. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much, especially if you got to drive in the other territory. Oh, oh, oh God, that's be I feel dirty yeah. when I go through it. I hate it. It's like oh. Like I know, like the the state troopers are probably just looking for my like looking for Maryland tags to pull over, and the Maryland troopers are looking for Virginia tags to pull over. It's just like stay out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So go to Virginia. Goodbye. Speaking of law enforcement, let's let's get into a harsh topic about some uh, legislation that's in the pipeline, and the one I'm talking about is the Restrict Act. It's been proposed, and they're calling it bipartisan, but... If, well, it if is you, if you consider the uniparties, both parties together. And, so. that's, and that's the point. So, 
the old school Republicans and Democrats got together and put this thing together. This, it's really hard to get a read on it. Because I read through as much as I could before my head exploded. Um, Because we've talked about wording and legislation. And it's all the hitherto's, forwith, those, period, period, period. Is there a thou in there? Right. Probably. It's like old English mixed with shit no one knows. It's who knows what they're talking about. Um, the wording in this thing is so vague and there's no definition for what they would consider to be criminal because of this act that it's basically from what it sounds like and you know this you know this stuff better than you so I'll defer it back to you but essentially it seems like if someone within the Department of Commerce because I believe that's who has the authority on this yep deems you to be a threat to the homeland for whatever reason, whatever they deem as a threat, Yep. they can arrest you indefinitely. And although I heard something about a 180-day marker or whatever, but they can also do civil asset forfeiture. Yeah. And for those of us that aren't Canadian, although you guys are from Michigan, which is practically Canadian anyway, civil asset forfeiture is nasty so basically you get charged with a crime regardless of what that crime is the government can then come and seize all of your assets they can take your house your bank accounts your retirement account everything everything is fair game and then and then you have to prove you have to prove to f- get it back yeah, yeah. That you have it, fight to get it back right just take so your it's, shit. it's not like a criminal case where there's a presumption of innocence an asset forfeiture it's presumed that the whatever asset it was was obtained illegally or through funds that were obtained illegally. So, therefore, you have to prove that they weren't, that it, whatever it was wasn't purchased with funds that were obtained illegally or funds that were the fruits of right. criminal enterprise. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of like, like, okay, so you the burden of proof in a criminal case is beyond reasonable doubt. In the civil asset forfeiture, it's preponderance of the evidence, but you're the one that has to make the case, not the right. government. So it's real. it's just, it's nasty. Um, and then even if you, even after you're, if you're shown, if you're proven innocent, whatever, however this court thing is going to work, there's no timeline in which they have to return your assets. I don't even know if there's an inventory of what your assets were. So you might not get all of it back. It's not like if you go to prison, they give you, like, there's a list. There's one, you know, you always see the movies, there's one wallet, one watch, two yeah. pairs, one pair of shoes. I don't think any of that, I don't know if any of that. One giant eighty cell phone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I don't know if they catalog your asset inventory. I don't know if that, there's nothing in this bill that says anything about that. I'm, I'm pretty sure they do. Especially, well, I mean, some of it, like cars and, like, real estate, that's all deeded. Like, cars are titled real estate's deeded so there's a record of it existing Let, yeah. let's say it's a house or a car though and they and they seize your house your spouse now has to move out yeah your kids have to move out and let's say this thing goes on for a year now your house sat vacant for a year they're not going to pay you for the repair that it's been for the disrepair it's fallen into yeah or let's say you have a car your car's been sitting for a year 
hasn't been maintained. Mm-hmm. They're not going to re they're not going to reimburse you for any damages caused by sitting because they took your crap. Oh, oh, by the way, oh, but you're innocent. Here's your stuff back, and it's yeah. all broken. Yeah, none of that comes into play. Right. Oh, and you have to pay taxes on it, right? Because you when you were in prison. You weren't paying taxes on it, so you have to pay the taxes on it too. And your mortgage payment. I mean, they probably paid yeah. the mortgage payment for you too. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I, mean, I guess after a year, the bank's taking it anyway. Yeah. Because you didn't pay shit on it. Because you don't have any assets to pay it with. Yeah. Because they took them all. So. Yeah, it's a little. Well, I don't want to say a little. It's a lot too much for me. Um. And because it's, it's just. I guess that I never read through the Patriot Act, but everyone's like, oh, it's the Patriot Act on steroids. Yeah. I mean, like, I read through it. There, there are some limitations that seem I mean, like, this, now, I don't know. When you not look enough. at federal legislation, like, the PDF is only, like, 37 pages long. It's not that long. Like, remember when we kind of went over the, uh, what was it, the the Inflation Reduction Act, which didn't <laughs> say. Inflation Inflation Act? The word, I did a word search. The word inflation was in it. Two times. <laughs> one was the title, and the other was like somewhere else in there. Like all over the rest of it was just crap. But the 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 scary part of this thing is that it's it's like conduct or apps or whatever that's deemed harmful to the United States. Was it deemed harmful to the United States, or is it deemed harmful to like those in power? Well, I don't like the vagueness of it. Also, like a bureaucrat gets to decide. Yes, this. an unelected bureaucrat. I and then like it's not either. subject to any sort of judicial review either. So at least the Patriot Act <laughs> secret BS FISA warrants were supposedly looked at by a judge. You know, but these things apparently are not. So Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. You know I, I hope it dies, but if you look at it's, it's the sponsored the, the 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 senator sponsoring it, it's just a who's who of swamp creatures and uniparty people. It's Mitt Romney, Lindsey Graham, Susan Collins, Mark Warner, like just your typical DC like um, scumbag politicians. So now it, it the reason why it's confusing though is because there's two parts of it. From what I read, it's only targeting online companies that have over a million users. That's the company side of it. Then there's the personal side. The personal side is where it gets really murky to me. So, for example, like, it, it, it looks like from what I could tell, they're really trying to target TikTok and Telegram. Those seem to be the the uh, the apps that they're most worried about. And from mo- like from the National Security Advisors, they're, they say that Telegram is the place where a lot of nefarious activity happens. I mean, I personally use it. Um, the group... So the, it's basically a messenger that you can create groups with. And you can create private groups and you can post a whole bunch of stuff. basically becomes a forum. But, like, it's hard. Like, I don't understand how they're going to be able to get into someone's group that's private. Most times you have to get invited with either a link or someone adds you to the group. Now, don't get me wrong, though. If you leave, oh, your, you, you, if you I'm leave security, certain that the NSA or CIA has a backdoor, just like they had a backdoor in the signal. Right. But if anyone's paying attention to their group, they know who's in their group, right? Mm. At least the organizers of it. But some of these groups have to be too big. Like, there's yeah. like 20,000, 30,000 people in them. 
Yeah. Like, they're not going to look... Like, if you've got a group, like, with, like, 15 people in it, no one's trying to get in your group, right? No one's no one's looking for you. Right, like the neighborhood group. Right, yeah. No, one, no one's looking for that. Yeah. They're looking for, like, the twenty or 30,000 people groups that, to be honest with you, at that point, you're probably got... 10% of them are probably bots that are in there just posting. Mm-hmm. And it's like junk and links and all this other stuff. And most people probably don't pay attention to it anyway. And they just don't know how to leave the group. But I think that's what they're looking for on Telegram. Um, TikTok is directly aimed at China. Telegram's aimed at Russia. Even though I don't think they're incorporated in Russia anymore. I don't know how that works. But the, the guy who created the app, Pavel Durov, is Russian. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anything is hosted or organized in Russia. I think it's actually all done in Ukraine, to be honest with you. But for some reason, they keep they keep trying to go after that guy. But anyway, I it's it's just beyond vague. And like, if they could use the Patriot Act to put someone in Gitmo or wherever or whatever prison they want to, federal prison, and just hold you for however long they want to. Even without the civil asset forfeiture, that's still an insane way to do business. Like, I feel like, we've talked about this in the past, if, we, what was it, we'd rather see uh, nine criminals go free if one innocent person yeah. didn't go to jail, right? They're going the other way around. Yeah. They, they're they like, well, we'll take out nine people for the one, for the one criminal. And then the, the other part of this thing, so there's... Services and stuff that have over a million users, and the data that's included, like that's your ring cameras, that's your Amazon stuff, your Echo, or what the hell is it, Alexa? I'm always say that's the government in your house. It's like I was right. So, you know, Alexa, turn the lights on. Not the government knows you're turning the lights on. So, I mean, but let's not kill ourselves. They, they, like they're they tracking us through our phones anyway. So, well, that, that, that's the, like, what is the need for this? They're already, like you said, they're already tracking us through their phones. Yeah. Like, and, and they're doing it through those big companies. Like, Facebook has every piece of data on you. Like, you walk around, they know where you go. You drive your car, they know where you go. Yeah. You type in, if you use Google Maps or Waze, they know where you're driving to. What and they keep me, that data. It, it drives me nuts. I get in my car in the morning, and I turn the car on, and it's like, Work forty one minutes away. I'm like, yep. I'm not going to work. <laughs> well, for, here's, here's a good example. Even not even even after work, we went up to uh, my brother in law's house in Pennsylvania. So I tapped in his address. We we were up there for a couple hours. We jump in the car, turn the app back on. What were the top two things as far as return addresses? Yours. Home. Home. Yeah. It's like it knows I'm going home. Yeah. Like it's got no reason. To, like why wouldn't why am I not going to the giant down the store to pick up some groceries? Yeah. Nope. First one, home. Yep. Or some weird, like, in my calendar today, I was supposed to go take uh, the wife's car to go get detailed. And the address is on my calendar. So I go to start up the car. I'm going to take the girls to school. What's the first address? The calendar. It, the, it's, it's, it's the car detail yeah. place. And it's keeping all this data. It knows, and, and and then they keep patterns. Well, okay, at once a month, you go to Giant. So we're going to put an ad here for the three stores next to the Giant to try and get you to make those extra stops and make those extra purchases. And that's how they appeal to advertisers, too. 
But don't think for a second that that information can't be used for other things. Mm-hmm. And as we saw from the you know the Twitter files that were released, government and big tech are working together, hundred percent. Like whether you want to, whether how bad you think it is, or not, it is happening. So, like you said, they're tracking everything through our phones anyway. So what's the purpose of having this? Yeah. Like, what is the need for it? Why not just codify what you're doing? You know, as far as like tracking ability. But the weird thing is now these companies are trying to reverse it because Europe they they reversed it. Now yeah. you have to disclose what you're doing. Yeah. And most of these companies, if Europe comes out with something, they'll implement it in the U.S. because it's too costly to implement a two yeah. two tier well, system. Even like Apple, where you install an app and says, right? You know, at, you know. This, Do you allow notifications or yeah, sharing information? Ask app not to track. You know, they and the app developers hate it because they get money from data they sell. Right. Mm-hmm. But if everyone's in there, like every single one, nope, not tracking, not nope, tracking, nope, not tracking. Nope. But it still tracks you by via GPS. Yeah. Like you're, it, there's nothing for you to on your phone to say phone don't track me. <clears throat> you can tell an app not to track you, but the phone itself and the GPS information in the phone is still being collected. Yeah. And, and so if they have your location, let's say, for example, not that it, I mean, not that we're murdering people, but let's say there's a murder down the road. It can tell every single person that was in the vicinity because of phones. So if you really wanted to, you could narrow down your search to these 10,000 people and then keep narrowing it down from there um, via other information from your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they can tell whether you're watching Netflix at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Well, if the murder happened at 10.02 and you watch Netflix from 10 to 10.05, they can rule you out now. They can, it, 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 All the devices and all the information is connected, and they can use all of it. So, like I said, I, don't, I didn't really understand the purpose behind this. I think the target was TikTok and to target China. But now that people have read this, they're like, wait a minute. This, yeah, is, this like, is swamp creatures doing swamp creature things. Yeah, but like everything else the government does, it, it, it just grabs more power. And by it the way... It just wants more power. Disclaimer. Things we say on the show are our opinions and our opinions only and don't reflect anything about our employers. <laughs> and now back to our regular scheduled program. <laughs> I have to say that every freaking yeah. show. You should say it at the beginning. I, I, I should. But I don't actually... The person who told me to do it didn't tell me to do it in the beginning. They just said I had to say it. At some point. At some point. During. Yeah. So I... I, I Sidetracked a whiskey real quick. So one of the ones that was in the top three of that twenty-five dollar under whiskey bourbon mm-hmm. was this Ezra Brooks ninety-nine. So we're, we're back on like actual whiskey now. This is ninety-nine proof, um, forty-nine point five alcohol by volume. Ninety-nine, jeez. This, this one's gonna be a little, little heated. I'm not, we go I'm from not seventy to ninety-nine. Good. I'm good over here with the, the eighty. Thank you. <laughs> um, this one I'm interested. In, like, what was it? So I wasn't a fan of the old Forester 100. That was number two on that list. The Wild Turkey 101 was okay, but I still prefer the lower proofs. So this 99 proof might still be a little high for me. Um, but we're gonna check. We're gonna check it out. You want you want to go for this one? Uh, or are you well, gonna try something? I'm pushing else? this one here. So what is that? This what is this one? Beer barrel bourbon. So it's a company, from Michigan New Holland Brewing. They make uh, beer, but they also distill. Oh, I guess cool. that's. Uh, so is this an actual whiskey? Uh, it's a bourbon. It's bourbon. So this is oh, so this is the real. Yeah. Stuff. So they're so they're a microbrewery 
They uh, they just got bought out a couple years by San Miguel, I believe. Uh-huh. No, I'm sorry, Pabst is who bought them oh, wow. for more of the national distribution. But they're more main, uh, more known for dragon's milk, things like that. Uh, but they make their own bourbon and other spirits too, gin and vodka. Hmm. So I just took a swig of this Ezra Brooks 99. You'd probably drink this neat. Yeah, that, it was that smooth. Like there is no burn to this. Like you get you get an initial little bite, but it's gone right away when you swallow. Yeah. So I I drank the peanut butter stuff. Yes, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, new cup. It's yeah. No, I yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's sweet. That it's really it's good, but it's sweet. It's almost the so the peanut butter stuff to me was almost more like a liqueur. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a, like, that, yeah. A, like a mixer or an aperitif. Yeah, you know, like a, a cordial or. Yeah. Um, I would drink that like a dessert. A, yeah, like an amaretto. Yeah, you know that an amaretto is delicious, but it's not something you're gonna like drink a lot of. Right. You yeah, know, it's something you're gonna. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. You're gonna. It's something you're gonna drink. You know, a little tiny like they put those little tiny glasses little, yeah. that fancy. Little, little bitty <laughs> um, this has got a weird taste to it. This Ezra Brooks one? I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. How's that one? I really like this one. It's quite smooth, actually. I'm not a huge bourbon drinker. That's pretty, very smooth. So I, now i got to try it. So. I don't, yeah. <laughs> this is, so, is going to be the episode where I get fucking hammered. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be my hammered episode. So I like the lower proof because rather than being distracted just by the strong alcohol... Like, right, this is all their distilled spirits. There's, there's alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you could actually get past some of the heat and actually taste the flavors in the bourbon. Right. That's why I like the lower proofs. So, and I drink, I, this I'm drinking neat. This is no, like, there's no problem drinking this one neat. What's the proof on that? 80. Uh, 80. That's probably in my wheelhouse. Like, this Ezra Brooks 99, I'll drink it. I can drink it fine. Um... But I'm a big fan of the 80 to 90 range for me is really nice. That might put me in the uh, the weenie category of things, but Who cares? I don't care. Drink what you like. And I'm with you. No judgment zone right over over the, here. We're good. The um, For me with the lower proof, like you said, it, <clears throat> I can get drunk off it if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. I can get my nice buzz on. But it's not going to smack me in the face. Yeah. Like, I can... You, 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 you drink it, it's not the focus. You drink it because you're having you're 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 doing your social drinking whatever thing it is, and you're not you're like oh god I gotta take another sip it's gonna burn, or right. or it's just gonna like leave this taste in my mouth. So that's how I am with the seventeen seventy six. Yeah, is I drink it and I'm like like I'll pour a, a couple fingers of it on the rocks, and then I'm like I'm looking at it, I'm like I really should drink this I just did pour all this. Yeah. And I really don't want to. Yeah. So I, I don't need to cough when I'm drinking this stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather that, enjoy it. The flavor on that's good. It's it's. I'm telling you, you, you can taste. They call it a beer uh, a beer lover's old fashioned. Yeah, you can but you use that it. with with dragon's milk, yeah. which is a, a thick stout beer. Yeah. Okay. And you use it with that bourbon, and it's hmm. absolutely fantastic. Hmm. So it's called. I'm just gonna read the label: Beer Barrel Bourbon. Distilled by New Holland. So that's the people you said bought them? 
No, uh, New, New Holland, Holland there is, is from Holland. Okay, so yeah. they did a, a, a bottling or a, an agreement with Pabst to <laughs> distribute their beer nationwide. Yeah, or, you still can't get enough down here. You, know? you, you can get dragons. Just a couple. About it. There you go. Yeah, I still got ice up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's Pretty that's good. good. Mm-hmm. So smooth. I want you to try this one. I don't like bourbon. I'll, I'll be interested what you think I'll about it. Okay. It's, it's got that weird you taste. Gonna try the, you gonna try the fire? I can't figure fire out what water. the taste is though. It's. Don't worry, these will all be available tomorrow too. <laughs> but does it, it was, hit? Does that taste you're talking about hit like on your soft palate? Like that's where I'm kind of like on the top there. Yeah. It does a little bit. Yeah. It's like on the back of the tongue, the top of yeah. it. And I don't know what it is, though. It's almost a peaty scotch type taste. Yes. Fire That's water. what this is. Yeah. And, like, I don't I don't necessarily dislike it, but I don't think I would drink it normally. Yeah. I don't like that taste. Yeah, but it's almost a... So, like, Johnny Walker has, like, a, that, a lot of scotches have that peaty taste. I'd be interested to see what you think of yeah. that. If, if that's what that is. Because I don't know what really peaty means. <laughs> I don't. I don't have the lingo. Taking his word for it. <laughs> like, I was, yeah, I agree. I, yeah. Like, I was. I yeah. jumped on that. Didn't I? Like, yeah, that's yeah, exactly that's what it. Took the words right out of my mouth. Though. <laughs> it's like when so my I used to be not. I don't say into wine, but when I was a smoker, I liked wine. I liked red wine, especially. And then when I quit smoking, fiery. No, there were all these flavors. It's got a little bit more of a bite. Yeah. So yeah, there were all these. It's, it's twenty more. Right? Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, it should. Yeah, when I when I quit smoking and kept drinking wine, there are all these flavors I could then taste that I didn't like, like right. the cigarette smoking killed those or dead receptors. It. Yeah, yeah. And then once they came back, I was I, I drank it kind of like I used to love um, like dry reds, like Shiraz and stuff like that. And I, I was like, oh, what is that? It's like a, this buttery, nasty taste. Um. Even in like a, a like a oak aged Chardonnay, I'd taste it. Oh man, I just sounded like really you, well, douchey. Sorry, I zoned out. You were talking about wine. <laughs> You're starting to be that guy that we were talking about. We don't want to be. Yeah. So <laughs> the reason I'm just reading the label. What's the nose note? It's, yeah, it's charcoal <laughs> mellowed. Your Ezra Brooks. That's why it's a little, a little easier drinking. It, it it's there's the burn is not there for me for that one. The, the taste is just... Mm-hmm. It, I can't put a finger on it. Um, I, I don't know what it is. And it's not bad, but it, it, to me it's like not a great taste to it. But like, for 99 proof though, that's an easy drinking. Yeah, it's not overly harsh for 99 proof. Not, I think it, No, you can drink it without any issues. Like, I would say that one and the, um, the Wild Turkey 101... For a hundred proof whiskey, those two are fairly easy to drink. Um, like I think you, I think you would drink them neat. Both, yeah. uh, both of those. The, the, um, what was the other one? The, uh, the Old Forester one hundred. Yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think you can drink that one neat. I don't think I'm gonna drink that one at all. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know. Like I didn't think it was horrible. Like I would at least give it a second go. Yeah. Like if I gave Basil Hayden toast to go. Well, get, and that's the thing. Like sometimes you just, <coughs> depending on your mood, what you've had, like the basil Hayden toast, I didn't have a problem with it. So, so it, it was funny though. I, I I was listening to someone else who tried the basil Hayden toast, and they they had the same take that we had on it. 
Like, it just kind of evaporates off your tongue. And they just kind of chalked it up to a marketing scheme. Because yeah. it was someone that said they liked regular Basil Hayden. Mm-hmm. But I guess, so, like, Basil Hayden did a toast and, like, two others that were, like, these kind of specialty ones. Uh-huh. And he said, basically, it was just all marketing. Like, they shouldn't have made them. They don't taste good. Right. Um, so, I think the Basil Hayden toast is going to stay half full for a while. <laughs> Because that's what's left. That's what you give to your friends. You want some bourbon? <laughs> Here, try this. Here, try this. You'll love it. <laughs> I, might, I might try and pawn it off on some other people who think it's fantastic. Like, here you go. It's on me. Yeah. yeah, it's Basil Hayden's good. Just take it somewhere and leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Someone left us. It's going to be at your house tomorrow night. Don't worry. Next time my dad's here, he'll drink it. <laughs> Basil Hayden toast, dude. I'm trying to think what... If I were going to bring something tomorrow, I, I want to see how this, this, uh, the beer barrel bourbon is with the 80 proof. And I would say compare it to the benchmark number eight. The benchmark number eight was a real easy drinker. Um, it's only 80 proof as well. That's, but that one is $18 for the handle. <laughs> that's, that's what makes that a value right there. Who makes it? That's your, uh, that's your bargain Buffalo, bourbon. Buffalo Trace. Oh really? That's their that's their bargain brand. Hmm. Apparently, there's a there's a benchmark small batch as well that's supposed to be pretty decent. Yeah, <clears throat> but I think and I think that one's ninety proof. What's like Jack Daniels? I don't like Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. If if anyone's a gun person, there's a there's a a gun cleaning chemical called Hoppy's Number Nine Borsol, mm-hmm. and that's what that's Jack what Daniels it smells did. like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Like, so. When my in-laws were in town, my father-in-law likes Jack Daniels. I was out of everything, so I'm like, "Oh, I'll have a, I'll have a Jack on the rocks." And I poured it, and I was like, "It smells like gun cleaner." I'm like, what did? And I drank it. It's like, I imagine this is what Hoppy's Number Nine tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but Jack Daniels did make some. Uh, one of my bosses a couple of years ago got it for me for Christmas. It was a. Jack Daniels small batch it was a set had like two mm-hmm. glasses, and it was surprisingly good. I was like, "Wow!" Like when I saw the Jack, oh hey, thanks. And then when I drank it, I was like, "Wow, this is really good." Right. So I was, uh, I was. So maybe some of the small batch stuff is is better than just the Jack and Coke mixer, you know, Jack and Diet. Like, I don't uh, even like to mix it with ginger ale. Like I, I do makers and ginger. Right. You know, that's good. The Makers is good, and the Ginger Ale is good. But, like, Jack and Ginger, like, no, I can still taste the Hoppies number nine. <laughs> <laughs> now, that you've, now that you've been drinking bourbon for, what's it been, three months? Something like six months, Six months, three months. I forget when we started this. Um, would you do a mixer anymore, or would you just do the straight? Or would you, or would you rather do it? Because if, if you bought the bourbon plus the, the mixer... Wouldn't it be the same cost as like a bourbon you enjoy drinking? You could just drink straight. Well, yeah, so my wife, but sometimes you're in the mood for a mixed drink. So last week my wife and I went out and I had a, uh, I had a, a bourbon mule. So you just want a mule, you right. know. And when I got to the bar, like I saw they had the copper mugs and everything. Oh, I want a mule. So I, I got a, a bourbon mule. It was delicious. Where was it? We were at. Was it the place thing about the place that I went to? That was a little bit. No, was this thing all bourbon? No, no. This is up on West Street. It was Metropolitan, the one that okay. has a rooftop bar. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent food there. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the fufu and the fufu. It's like smaller portions. Yeah, everything up on West Street does small plates. Yeah, it's trying to be classy. So I don't want small plates. I want a big plate of a lot of food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. And the thing is, like, I don't want to pay nineteen dollars for a little tiny plate of paella. Like, yeah. I want the whole big, huge bowl of it with everything in there. You know, you know who has big plates of food? Maxon. Don't don't uh, go fancy anymore. Maxon. Just go right to the Maxon. Yeah, uh, I will say, talking about inflation, because going out to eat. Is where you, at least where we see it the most. Brutal. You're talking a family of four going out to eat. I'm talking the kids get chicken tenders. We get like a salad and and like an entree. Like one of us gets an entree or something like that. Dude, I don't think we get out of a restaurant for under seventy five bucks with with a tip. That's if you're lucky. If you're drinking water, right? If you're drinking water, (laughs) like last the last two times we went out. And granted, you know, with my wife's restrictions, I'm, I'm limited, and it's usually unfortunately higher in places. Sucks. Um, I think it was like 150 for four of us. Yeah, paying seven dollars for Kraft mac and cheese. Yeah, and that's and that's in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. For, for Owen. No, it's, it's, that <laughs> that's not that. a joke, but no, it's it, it, it true. It's legit Kraft mac and cheese. <laughs> like, I was and like, and it's Hormel uh, corn. Uh, uh, corned beef hash and a can yeah. from a can. Yeah. Like, Charge no, no, me yeah, eight no. bucks for that. Yeah, thank you, Applebee's you and your Dino cents. Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can microwave my own food at home. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's worse. So my my sister is a chef, and she works at a she works at she's in West Virginia. She works at a nice place, but like when she worked at like lower end places, like going out to eat her, with her was no fun. Because you, you're like, oh, these have onions. Let me get onions. She goes, oh, that comes in the blue U.S. Yeah, that's from US Gordon's is what that box. is. I'm like, man, you're ruining all of this yeah. for me. All the yeah. comes from, like, Cisco systems. Yeah, yeah. those, those, yeah. Yeah, food, those refried beans were on. dry 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's where they get all the food for the kids in, like, elementary schools. So uh-huh. that, that food is just garbage. Remember during the pandemic, they were giving it away for free? Yes. Yeah, it was I free I dropped it to the school and grabbed that's when I realized the food was absolute garbage. Yeah, like the, the pizza was garbage. The, it's because it wasn't square. The, the yeah. ham, <laughs> they didn't have that awesome cardboard. The ham and cheese sandwich. On it. Yeah, the ham and cheese sandwich was packaged and frozen. It's like you tell me you can't get the lunch lady to put ham and cheese on white bread and not have it be frozen. No, sir. Like you gotta be kidding me! They with don't this pay shit. for that. <laughs> There's a really cool show. If Jamie Oliver is a chef, like a British chef, he I, did, yeah, I, did you see? Ever see that show where he tried to go into schools and make like good stuff? I saw, yeah, he and went, he figured out a way like that you could actually make it work again. And they were like, "Nah, we get all this food for work. free." I, I remember seeing his frustration. <laughs> government cheese. We, all, we get all this government cheese for free. <laughs> well, because I guess in Britain they they actually serve food. To children. If you look at other countries' yeah. meals, you're like, oh, yeah, there's a reason I pack my kids' lunch. How mu- I mean, how much... I guess right now, like, a kid's lunch in elementary school is like $2.50. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. That sounds you, about right. I get it. You, you want to make it affordable for low-income folks, right? But if I paid an extra dollar to make it three fifty, could I get my kids some real food? It's probably the same stuff prisoners eat. <laughs> yeah. Probably worse. Actually, prisoners probably eat better because they have like prison cooks that'll go in there and find ways to make stuff decent because they have to eat it too. But the lunch ladies, they're not eating that garbage. So it's it's awful. So like I, I you know the the I remember when I was in high school. Well, I remember when I was in elementary school, a school lunch cost thirty five cents. That's how much school lunch cost. 
And then high school, it went up. I think it was a dollar fifty for lunch or whatever. But like the portion that they would give a seventeen-year-old kid was the same they give a seven-year-old kid. So I'd go up there if I unpacked my lunch. Like I was playing football, so I had football practice after school, and then strength training during the day. And lunch was after strength training, so you're starving by the time you get in there. And I'd go and I'd order like I get four or five meals. Like, no, keep them coming. And <laughs> yeah. All the football guys were doing the same yeah. thing because we're lifting during the day and then mm-hmm. practice in the evening. Like, no, that the four chicken nuggets that you give the first grader is not enough. Yeah, for this. I didn't tell you to stop giving me corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say when. <laughs> I went, so I went to a high school in upstate New York, and the pizza was pizza from the local pizza place. Uh, see, they they did we used to do that with yeah. Little Caesars. Yeah, pizzas. they brought in pizza. I think like once a week, like every couple like of every days, Friday like or something. Different places, but like we got we had open campus, so we got to go out to eat. We we could too. Oh, so good. But they, but they would bring the pizza in from the local pizza place, and it was the big square pizzas. But it was like good pizza. Like yeah, you, you would actually go order. Pizza. You would yeah. go order this on a Friday night, right? Right. I'd say it was a dollar slice. So the school probably made. Five to ten dollars on a pizza. Oh yeah, they, they weren't hurting on the margins. No, no, no. <laughs> and you were okay paying a buck a slice. Yeah. And may I have eight slices, please? I, I would <laughs> just like a pizza, please. I would like, okay. <laughs> I mean, well, Johnny, he used to do, he used that, do that all the yeah, time. Used to do that all the time. Get a whole pizza. Guys, like one hundred thirty-five pounds. He's like, I'd I'll like a pizza, pizza. please. Okay. <laughs> but at I least it was real food. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you can say what you want about pizza, but. The pizza made at the local pizza place is better than the pizza they're giving kids in schools right than now. Than the Elio's pizza, which is that's what like go buy Elio's pizza. It, that's what it oh, is. Like, like, I would say it's worse than that. Yeah, like that stuffed crust. Like pizza my son won't even eat garlic, it. French bread garbage. They, oh, it's awful. Uh, it makes you gag. It's yeah. I don't know. Stouffer, Stouffer's French bread pizza. In the oh, Stouffer's. Stouffer's don't knock Stouffer's. That's right. No, that's, I'm not that's, saying that's, that's highbrow. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> This, this is not school's not Stouffer's. The no. school is not Stouffer's, but Stouffer's is delicious. Yeah, I'm saying French bread pizza is good. This shit is not. That's, that's just made to look like French bread pizza. You, God, I love The Simpsons. You see The Simpsons where the school starts buying milk from the mafia? No. It's, it's rat milk. They're milking rats. <laughs> All these rats and like the mafia dogs back there, like with you know, Fat Tony's back there and they're... <laughs> the, the rats all have the little milking thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Got, no, I don't remember that one. I've got nipples because you're milk, milk, milk yeah. fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so i got to ask a question about this beer barrel bourbon. Okay. There is a distinct taste to it. Yeah. Like there is... It's pee. <laughs> is that, we're, going, we're going back to that? Yeah. Okay. I, um, I fixed a seal before I came over. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out. It, it almost like it almost tastes like there's a beer in there. Well, it's because they use the the leftover barrels yeah. for aging. Like you can tell, there's a little. It, it tastes a little like there's a little lager lingering in it. It's okay, good. so it's supposed yeah. to taste like yeah, 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 yeah. Because right. yeah, they're a beer distributor and yeah, they're maker mainly beer, yeah. by nature, so they okay. use the old beer barrels to age the bourbon. That makes sense because that's that's the flavor I'm getting. At. Like I, I taste, I'm like, tastes like they poured a beer in here. Yep. Um, it's a different taste. It's pretty distinct, but it's it is. it's smooth. It is smooth. It is very smooth. It's good for an old fashioned. I can see, see that being good <laughs> in an old fashioned. It would t- see for me. It would taste. It would make the old fashioned taste a little bit like the beer, though. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were more of a traditionalist, I'm going to use Bullet 
or Elijah Craig or Buffalo Trace. You would like that benchmark. If yeah. you if you like if you like how smooth this is, yeah. but just want a regular tasting bourbon, yeah. that's the right All right. that's the go to. Um, like, all right, twist my arm. I'll bring it, I'll bring it tomorrow. So if 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 we're kind of like, all right, because I, I don't know how many, I'm I'm probably reaching my limit before I. Well, it's uh, a good thing you don't have to go anywhere. I don't know. I, I go right upstairs and pass out. Um, you need to go upstairs. <laughs> um, but no, that, that, that's an interesting one. I've, I've never the taste of that will, will never be in another bottle. No. Just because of how unique it is. Um, did you try the Did you try the Ezra? I did not. I'm on the uh, still sipping the the beer barrel bourbon. Speaking of the, what awesome. did you think of the, the maple donut? That's another after dinner aperitif, cordial, whatever you want to call it. All right, so let's say I got to choose maple donut or the peanut butter. I'm going peanut butter. Yeah, really, really. I, I, I would be the opposite. Yeah, yeah I'd go too. maple donut. <laughs> really, I'm opposite. Yeah, peanut I, butter was good. I like, thought I thought the maple donut like it was sugary. If I was gonna go that route of a maple donut type taste, I would go with the American honey. Because it's 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 more sugary. The American honey, if I'm going for sugar, like a sugar flavor, I'm yeah. gonna go full on sugar. At least with the other one. I got the peanut butter with the sweet. And I do like peanut butter. Like, I don't know if I would have more than one. No, I think that's like a one, yeah. maybe two after. But so I don't mind you could take the peanut butter bourbon. And then, like, so I love, whenever we go to, like, an ice cream place, I always get, like, a, like, if we go to Dairy Queen, I'll get the Blizzard. Oh, yeah, pour, pour a little of that in there. Yeah. <laughs> you probably <laughs> could. Yeah. That'd probably be all right. Like, it's like just a, make a, a peanut butter, butter bourbon, bourban milkshake. Float. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> call the kid over. Hey, player. Let me let me get you. Let me get you over here for me. I'm going to pull a little bit of this in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, hey, can you mix this up more? Yeah. <laughs> just pour there. Don't ask any questions. After a baseball, <laughs> just after a baseball game, go to Dairy Queen, get a Blizzard, and yeah. pour some. Sir, this doesn't have a smell to it. Don't ask questions. It's like again. all these kids, <laughs> just mix it with the machine. Yeah. So, I didn't ask for your opinion. opinion. <laughs> I didn't ask for your opinion, Kyle. <laughs> Mix it up. And clean it off before the next kid uses it. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I don't want the yeah. I don't want the child after me to get yeah. hammered. Listen right. to Brad and Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Although nowadays it's probably Janae or some kid with like a nose ring. Because that's sanitary. Like the kid the kids nowadays with like all the the, stuff hanging off of the them. nose rings that go in the middle now, the cow, the cow pullers, I like to call them. I'm sorry. Just man. take a nine volt battery to it. If, if, if I go to a restaurant and my server has that thing hanging out of their nose, I'm about to throw up in my mouth. But that person's handling my food. They're they're so weird. I don't, I don't care. About, I don't care about the weirdness. It's, it's everything to do with the hygiene of that thing that's had snot and everything else hanging on. It just come, it's hanging outside your nose, and you're gonna touch my food. Who knows if you wiped your nose with that, I don't, I, or you? I don't know. I, it grosses me the fuck out. <coughs> I do like. I do like. Sorry. Hmm. Sorry. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Mm. Sorry, thought I turned that off. <laughs> um, now I wonder if. So what about a nose ring that's just like like a girl has, like a like a little one that's stud right there? Grosses me out. Really? I, I don't really the care. Stud parts I, in the I, nose. I, 
I personally she, hope my children, ever, my daughter, never does that. But what if she just blew her nose? What if she just blew? What if she just blew her nose without the nose ring? The, all of the snot comes out. If the nose ring stud is in there, that means some of that snot got caught on that stud. Some of the snot should be there regardless. But there's less chance of it being in there if there isn't something blocking it from coming out. I mean, the little stud's kind of sexy. For who? For, on the cute girl with the stud in her nose. I'm not talking the cow pull, cattle ring. I'm, I'm, I don't like anything in the nose. The nose is a dirty place. I mean, it's there regardless. <laughs> <laughs> There's things. Like, I know like, I have snot that comes out of my mouth. I didn't blow on my nose because of my allergies in this episode. Right. If I had a nose ring in there, there'd be a whole bunch of boogers on the stud. Were your face just gonna like fall out as one chunk into your <laughs> shrimp scampi? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you ever get crusty in there? You get you. I mean, shoot. Even without the stud, you got you get crusties. And sometimes one just it was hanging, hanging, hey, and just let's go. Oh, the bat. This cake. episode is taking an interesting turn. Uh, How do we get? I here? don't know. <laughs> from bourbon to boogers. <laughs> There's your title <laughs> from the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What I, I have no idea what the title. Is. Uh, I, I feel everyone else who does this, the title comes first. The title of the episode is what they base the show on, not us. No, not you, us. it's got to happen organically. Speaking of organically, it's the organic matter that's on the person's freaking nose ring. Yeah, as they blow it. Out. Maybe the nose ring is preventing it from falling further. Or if there was no nose ring, it would just fall right out into your uh, devil's advocate over here. No, no, I feel like if it's coming out. I want it out. Like, I, don't I want think it, when it comes out. I don't want it to build up and then come out. We could build up anyway. I don't know about that. I give you, what if they have a deviated chance. septum that you don't know about? So Okay, so now we're, we're examining multiple scenarios. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it through. <laughs> I'm just saying it's gross as hell. No, I mean, I get <laughs> it. I get it. Certain, certain things are just like, ew, that's gross. Like, no, I 100%... And I think that the practice of... I don't understand why you want to put metal through your face. Sure. Like... I mean, what do you think about a lip ring? How do you feel about that? Mm-mm. No. Is it better than the nose ring to you? At least saliva is somewhat antibacterial. What if they have, like, a crusty herpes sore around that thing? And that falls <laughs> off onto your... <laughs> Let's get, rid of the one, let's get rid of the what if. They definitely do. <laughs> let's get rid of the conditions here. No, it's happening. Yeah, anyone who's got the, like, the lip ring has probably got herpes somewhere in the vicinity. Of yeah, I, I mean... Do we, need a, do we need a disclaimer here? It's not a sweeping generalization at all. I mean, I don't have a lip ring, but I mean... What, what would just... you like to disclaim here? <laughs> that not all people who have lip rings have herpes? I think we could probably disprove that theory right now. Somehow. I, I don't, don't think there's a lot of lip ring individuals listening anyway. What about like a tongue good? ring? Does that bother if your server has a tongue ring, does that bother you? Yeah. Yeah, it does. But an earring doesn't. No. Because the earring goes in the lobe, there's really nothing going what about on. There. A, what about an earring that's around the cartilage part? Still not part of body like there's no bodily fluids going through the cartilage, you know what I mean? There's earwax. But that's inside the ear. You'd have a ring. On you the talking about well, like, if they had the, oh, if they had the yeah, ring like in the little in the little the lobe the, thing, this the little flat piece thing, yeah, in the earpiece. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know what to call that thing. What happens if there's earwax built up and they look sideways real quick? Yeah. <laughs> that is a big. Guy. It, I'm, I'm it falls you. off into your chicken tenders. 
comes off in the Caesar salad. <laughs> you don't even you think it's a crouton. <laughs> comes out as shaved parmesan cheese. Extra flavoring. That's, that's all it is. I mean, we, we're really going down the... Probably pay extra for we're that. We're going down the barrel of this, but yeah, that's gross. I think the bourbon is hitting somebody over here. <laughs> Still a couple more to try. I know. Is there, is there rye over here? I mean, I, I, I do think that... I've probably got like three more little shots of this, and I, I don't think I can continue. to tap out. Yeah, I'm going to be done for the evening. Um, but yeah, I... It, plus, we're already at um, an hour 30 in oh, this wow. room. Yeah. By the way... I'm as far as editing goes, I only can go to an hour and 45. Oh, we got a hard after, stop, do we? Well, the reason why is because we have uh, our rolling stock of fire video, the the rolling fire. The longest stretch I've got is an hour and 45 minutes. So outside of that, like, it, it, it doesn't match up. And so then we can't put it in. We can't put it on the video platforms. There's video here? We, no, no, not here. No, no. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't we sign have, a consent for it. No, no, no. I, <laughs> and so we, we have... Um, you didn't see the sign outside? Secret, secret cameras, I guess. So, oh, <laughs> restrict we, maybe yeah, it is. Yeah, restrict act. Yeah, restrict act. That's a great yeah, topic. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> we, have Surprise. we have a rolling stock footage of a fire. Crap. Oh, okay. All right. We just overlay the audio. All right. Well, we've already said this is never going to be a video podcast. Never. Oh, I got a face for radio. That's, oh. what, that's what exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, actually, the way I see it is my face is so good looking that I don't want to turn everybody on. Well, exactly. But, uh, so yeah. I got to keep it hidden from the, like from the masses. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a pub- think of it this way. It's a public service to the that we're not giving it out there. Right. Yeah. Um, is the public service? I think it's more of a detriment to the ladies because they're probably... Well, the ladies only make up about 5% of the audience, so I don't think they're missing out. <laughs> they just don't know about it. Well, maybe that's why it's 5%. Maybe if we did put video out there... Maybe you need to hire to a new marketing manager. I think there's one of them. The one we don't, you get one we don't have? <laughs> I think they want available soon. The, the zero marketing manager? <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our marketing is tight around here. Like, so tight it's not existent. Um... I will say, so, now that we've accomplished all that, do we want to try and squeeze in the uh, Odell signing? Yeah, we can. I mean... I mean, we got we to gotta hit it quick. Well, I don't know a whole lot about it, so that'll be easy. He signed. The, the, Ravens, the Ravens have a wide receiver. They have a wide... Well, do they? <laughs> well, he hasn't played in a year and a half. On paper, they have. Yeah, one. but as long as his ACL is intact, he's going to be decent. Better so, than what they got. Well, here, and here's my question with that. Well, I think I'm a better wide receiver than what they had before. <laughs> was Odell decent before the ACL tear? Think of think of his last year with the Browns and when he got traded to the Rams. Historically, not compared to his all all of his other outside of his year with the stats, Giants. Correct. Outside, outside of his three years with the Giants, was he of any any decent with Cleveland or the Rams? Now no. people, go, well, he had Baker Mayfield. Okay who didn't have an arm to throw with, but then went to the Rams and had a good couple of games, but he wasn't like superstar Odell Beckham. He was run-of-the-mill Odell Beckham that was replaceable by 32 other guys in the league. The problem is they're not going to be able to sign him for an incentive-laden contract. No. They had to pay him guaranteed money to get him there. That's just the way the market is set. The Ravens are the Browns of the NFL when it comes to signing wide receivers. You're going to have to overpay to get someone to come here. Right. It just is what it is. Now, especially even with, so with Lamar. Big if. 
Right. So say Lamar is there. Receivers are head cases, right? I think that's probably a fair assumption. A lot. They're like the goalies of football. Yeah. Um, <laughs> except except they're so outspoken and Speaking throw the ball to me. Here. Yeah. So. But the thing is, like, Alex was a goalie, too. I know. That's what yeah. I said, too. Well, three, because I was also a goalie. One thing so, I can think about right now is that, that movie, The Replacements, Clifford Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but think, the thing I is, about, like... Uh, um, what was that? Uh, un, uh, unnecessary Roughness? Or Necessary Roughness? Oh, that was a good one, too. Don't throw it to Stonehands! But with a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, who is... The star who is the star of the show, he's the feature presentation, he's the leading act. Do these head case receivers want to come to Baltimore where they know they're going to be playing second field with him all the time? So, you know, that's just something to something to chew on. You know, Lamar, and then they don't have to get it because Lamar can just pull the ball down and, and run. The new offense, I think, is going to tamper that down a little bit. Okay, Todd Munkin is not. What was the other guy's name? The old offensive coordinator. Who, only, who, who only ran the ball. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the dude's name. He was in San Francisco before he was here. Whatever. The guy Kyle who, Shanahan. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone wanted him out. Anyway, he was a completely run-oriented guy. His passing game was... If you, if you watch the games, he would regularly put two receivers in the same zone on the field. Like that's where they ended up. It looked like the worst passing offense you could, and and, and part of the reason and why throw to throw to Mark Andrews, right, right. But I mean, there were so many times when Mark Andrews was in the same zone as as a wide receiver, and that's like such a killer to your pass offense. Like you're supposed to, if you're going to put them in the same area, it's supposed to be laddered, so you have a short, middle, and deep mm-hmm. guy. If you're if you're only going on one side of the field, but if you're not, you're supposed to have zones and areas where you can throw to. The problem is if you put two guys in the same zone, that means you can also put two defenders in there and cover two guys. Yeah, you're almost double teaming each guy because you have two defenders in the area. It's horrible. Todd Monkin, on the other hand, very familiar with Odell Beckham because he was the offensive coordinator when Odell was in Cleveland. So, and I do think that was part of the reason why Odell went to the Ravens because he's familiar with the offense. If he's confident in the offense, he's got to be getting in Lamar's ear and be like, look, man, this offense is going to show that you can pass the ball. And, I mean, Lamar was a 75% passer in college. Now, granted, he only had to look for half the field because that's the offense that it was. But this might be a year, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if Lamar signs and plays on the franchise tag for $32 million, he might decide to do that, play in Munkin's offense, and then say, do some pieces of out. Because I just showed I can I can play in a drop back passing offense. Now, we already we've already shown that he is not adverse to uh, betting on himself because he did it last year. Got hurt, didn't work out. Okay, take your thirty two million dollars, nice consolation prize, play on the franchise tag, and if you ball out in this offense and you finish the year, forget it, man. You're your fifty million dollar year quarterback at that point. Yeah, especially with it doesn't even have to be a Super Bowl. A decent player. <coughs> I would say, say just finish the season. Yeah, finish the season. Yeah, if he, if he the can season. prove he's durable. Right, right. <coughs> say he finishes the season and wins two playoff games. Yeah. And then loses. I mean, that. 
Well, he doesn't have to win any playoff games. He's worth more than Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truthfully. Well, no, the best way to make money in this league is to be a mediocre quarterback. Right, exactly. Kirk Cousins. So you get him to pass a little bit more than just running. He's going to stay a lot healthier than he was, show off his arm, and then be done. Although the, the pundits will say, well, when he got hurt, he got hurt in the pocket. Yeah, but he also ran 13 times exactly. before that. So right. maybe his legs weren't that fresh. Right. So maybe he couldn't get out of the way of that rush. You know, who, who, who's to say what scenarios could have came to play where he could have stayed healthy? Um, so I don't know. I, I, interesting signing. I think I don't think Lamar has other choices right now. The only other people that could possibly be in on him are the Colts. And boy, would that be a big F you to Baltimore if Lamar yeah. went to the Colts. Yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't be able to come back to Baltimore. No, Baltimore. Like for people that don't know, for people that don't, that don't live in this area, because of what happened with the Colts in the eighties, or was it the seventies when they eighties when they left in the middle of the night mm-hmm. on that. I mean, they play that video around here every year. Yeah, literally in the middle the, of the night. <laughs> the May the Mayflower truck, that green and yellow Mayflower truck leaving in the snow. They play that video around here every year to remind you that the Colts are the devil. It's ingrained in kids here. Um, so if Lamar ended up signing or getting traded to the Colts, forget it. You can't come back to Baltimore. Yeah, you're, you're done. That's the only thing that dude could do that would make him persona non gratis in this city. Mm-hmm. Look at me using persona non gratis. By Look the that. way, I'm just saying. Getting classy. Yeah. But all right, we're f- hour forty one. This, this this should have been broken into two episodes at this point. Yeah, yeah. But we appreciate you coming by. Thank you, Ryan, for Michigan. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on the win. Um, also, it was just fun to have a someone who actually listens to the show be on the show. <laughs> that was that was fun. Um, we hope you had a good time. Hope you enjoyed listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share. Thanks to Cheers and Spirits and Arnold Station Plaza. Uh, smash the like button for all you kids out there. Um, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>